नमस्ते जय शिवाय वी आर गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट द सीक्वेंस ऑफ रीडिंग द स्क्रिप्चर्स अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल आर क्यूरियस अबाउट दे रीड समथिंग एंड देन दे डू नॉट अंडरस्टैंड इट एंड देन दे वंडर लाइक इज इट बिकॉज इट इज कॉम्प्लेक्स और is there a teacher needed or what exactly i should be doing so you see actually the thing is that a lot of scriptures requires some prerequisite text to be considered okay so one main thing to start with is that i know these days a lot of people just buy books from the internet and they start reading it and it's uh, they are on general topics the title of the books is easily understandable and that's the reason a lot of people uh, buy those books all right but if you look at uh, hindu philosophical indian philosophical texts then the title is not going to be very appealing to you and even the description of it may not be properly understood because a lot of people those who are even writing those descriptions here and there on the internet have never read those scriptures okay so a lot of uh, such variation exists a lot of such uh, you know translated or you can say meaning is lost in all the translation that kind those kind of texts exist so the first thing that i would say any yogi who's walking the spiritual path he or she must read is the mimamsa text the first thing to read is mimamsa text mimamsa was written by maharshi jaimini yeah and uh, that's what you should be reading and it is mimamsa is not just about uh, the theory or the gist of vedas it is also about the structure of the sentence so then it is actually those who read mimamsa will never get fooled by this book that text this internet download or that internet content here or the here and there they'll never get fooled by that if you have read mimamsa mimamsa teaches you how to read how to comprehend what is right and wrong about the sentence formation what is meant and what is not meant what you can guess about and what that is inferring to all the inference kind of meanings and all the proven kind of meanings so then you can never ever get fooled by any book ever any text any book any material any scripture that you may ever come across with if you start your journey by reading mimamsa 
that's the reason people are not able to figure out which one is the right book to read on internet and what is what not what they should not be reading and even how to comprehend and understand that they don't know it book is saying something else writer meant something else you imagine something else you are understanding something else and then you are having a hard time applying anything in life you see all those confused people people they even become writers actually <laughs> a lot of confused people actually become writers as well they start writing about confused books <laughs> confused texts so if you start your journey with reading mimansa then you will understand not only the gist of vedas but also about how to read how to comprehend properly when it comes to understanding that which is subtle why is it important see if it's a book about bike riding it's easy to own a bike bring a bike or borrow it from your friend bicycle i'm talking about just take it from your friend and you read the book about tires about this about that about balancing about safety features about helmet and about gloves and this and that and gears that your bike may have mountain bike city bike you read everything about it and then finally it's it takes very less effort to just get one bike and try it right you can do it in a day in few hours you can put your theory to practice in just few hours that's not how it is with yogic or spiritual journey to put things into practice it is going to take you years perhaps lifetimes that is why it is very important to gather proper knowledge good knowledge a lot of people come to me and they ask no this guru wrote that thing in this book well you have never learned how to lot of people have never learned how to read books about that which is subtle invisible for which the practice is going to take lifetimes years decades hence all the confusion okay so reading mimansa is very important next next two are vaisheshik darshan and nyaya darshan why one should read that well how many people around you and god i am <laughs> really 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 been pressured and you know been getting people so many people they have so much confusion about red light that they see green light that they see indigo light white light this experience that experience some people have their kundalini rising and they are seeing snakes in dreams i don't know what is the problem how difficult it is to see that you are simply in the fear or that your mind is just driving you nuts or that your mind is creating horror stories you just want to justify them on the name of spiritual experiences 
by covering them up? That's your way of covering up? It's, it's very sick and tired kind of a situation. And why are people in that kind of a situation? Anybody who, whoever reads Nyaya Darshan and Vaisheshik Darshan, very, very important to philosophical scriptures, you can never be fooled by your own experience. Forget about somebody else's experience. Yes, I get that kind of questions too. My friend had that kind of experience. I didn't. What was lacking in me or what was extra in him without even realizing that the person who is in a real serious meditation is going to have less experiences. So where does all this confusion comes from regarding experiments? You think scientist, scientist can be made just like that. If scientist starts getting fooled by their own experience of experiment that they are doing, they will never reach the end. So, Nyaya Darshan and Vaisheshik Darshan are very much important to understand. So, you are never fooled by your own experiences or somebody else's experience and the not just the verbal communication of the experience but also there are thousand books written though so many infinite articles have been written on internet about spiritual experiences somebody is sharing their kundalini experience somebody is sharing that vasana deletion experience somebody is sharing some some other experience how much you should take in and how you should even have a correct perspective about every experience that is there in your life the ability to take that which is true and discard all that which is untrue. The ability to separate the milk from the water. That kind of laser sharp intellect is needed when you are walking your spiritual journey. Otherwise, you guys are a lot of people just who those who contact me or some other gurus about their kundalini experience, this experience, that experience, all light and sound show that they go on talking about and they will for next few decades or maybe for lifetimes. If they do not stop that nonsense, then they are going to get, they are going to stay stuck. And if one guru doesn't give them answer accordingly, according to the justification that their ego is coming up, that wow, suddenly they have become spiritual and they are great and they are making a lot of progress. If that's not what a guru is going to tell, <laughs> guru is going, if guru is going to tell them, okay, you are just anxious <laughs> or that you are just being driven by your own fears, okay. Or that it is nothing. All your light and sound show is nothing. Then they will go to some other guru. Thinking that this guru does not understand what. That I am having such a great, such a nice experience. And this guru is undermining my experience. So it's very hard to you know accept the truth. So Nyaya Darshan and Vaisheshik Darshan. Gives you the ability to see the truth. 
don't be fooled by your own imaginary world don't be fooled by your own experiences because that's what nyaya darshan vaisheshik darshan explains you how many types of proofs can be there and how the wisdom that you have attained can be proven or discarded completely so that is the next thing to read so after these three then you have to read uh, sankhya darshan sankhya darshan is all about the universe the infinite the creation and that includes everything about your creation as well so it's about macrocosm and then microcosm why is it important to understand in one of my previous video i explained that you know how many has to become one and then finally one will be absent and zero will happen if you talk about yogic journey in mathematical terms then that is what is about to happen many has to become one one has to disappear and zero has to happen until you understand in how many ways it is many you will not come to one and what is that one that i should be moving to right you will not understand that so and other than that sankhya is the vocabulary of yoga sankhya if we are if when we say gunas when we say sattva rajas tamas when we say purusha means atma when we say prakriti means the equilibrium of all three gunas so all this terminology that we talk about prana mahat everything is there in sankhya so sankh gives you the correct vocabulary why correct vocabulary is necessary well because in english lot of been lot of things have been translated in a very 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 wrong and bad way pranayama is breathing exercise that's not what it is shakti is power that's not what it is if you want to know what it is you have to read sankhya darshan right otherwise if i am telling you go have coffee and for you in other language or in other meaning if you understand it as a tea and there is going to be a problem just a simple thing i am telling you so the sank knowing the correct vocabulary is very important okay so sankhya is the next one then comes yog darshan only when you understand all of these you can read maharshi patanjali's yog darshan the way it is otherwise you will go into lot of assumptions lot of imagination and you will be dis- you will get lost while reading yog darshan you will not understand it for what it is okay so next one is yog darshan and then is vedanta vedanta cannot be understood until and unless someone reads 11 upanishads why 11 upanishads are needed because vedanta is about vedas no doubt is ex- explaining the gist of vedas only but it takes lot of sentences sutras from the upanishads actually 
that is why it is called as brahma sutras vedanta is called as brahma sutras so and uh, reading 11 upanishads gives you the understanding of those main sutras which you will need while studying vedanta properly so it's this is how one should be reading and then from vedanta advaita was written so till veda in all these six darshans sat chit ananda or you in other words you can say parmatma or parabrahm or brahm has been explained okay so sat means truth so there are three things that are true there are three truths in other words one is parmatma god divine second one is atma who we are and third one is prakriti the equilibrium of all that is not conscious okay so this entire universe is made up of that thing so th- three truths so all these six darshan or six philosophies are about these three truths in one way or the other and then you who is chit chit means conscious so parmatma is conscious parabrahm or brahm is conscious and atma is conscious prakriti is not conscious right prakriti is jada it's not chetan it's jada jada means that which is not conscious can do you cannot use the word unconscious there uncon word unconscious the term unconscious implies that there was consciousness before it's not there now so you cannot say unconscious prakriti is not unconscious prakriti is not conscious at all okay so that is what it is ananda is just parmatma so satchit ananda so these all six darshans are explaining about parabrahm and all satchit ananda and all these things but advaita in advaita so this triad this is called as triad three truths atma parmatma and prakriti three truths so advaita was written by thinking or making an assumption that prakriti is part of parmatma only god can create such a universe yes indeed he did but is he part of this no he is not if you read everything else then you will not want to read the advaita which is nothing but a commentary on vedanta so advaita may feel like not correct to you if you read and even from my personal experience from the journey of samadhis even i came to conclusion after finishing my journey the conclusion was that yes truth is a triad there are three truths prakriti is a separate truth and it has to be understood and taken that way if one has to jump from savikalpa samadhi to nirvikalpa samadhi that jump is not going to happen if you do not until you have a one on one with prakriti equilibrium of gunas 
until that play has been taken off. So Advaita, I wouldn't suggest anybody reading Advaita. Okay? You can just read this much and this much is enough reading. Now another thing is, reading is one thing and putting into practice is completely another. Okay? If somebody reads the scriptures in this way, in the sequence that we just discussed, then automatically they will be forced to put it into practice. They will develop that intelligence, that faculty in themselves, which forces them or propels them in the direction of putting things to practice. Otherwise, it's of no use. Now, a lot of people say, do we need to read scriptures? Well, if you can stop you confusing yourself without reading it, fine. If you stop wasting Guru's time without reading, without understanding them, fine. Otherwise, go ahead and read them. There are such a less number of Samadhi Gurus in this world. Go count. Really, really less number of Samadhi Gurus. How much time each Samadhi Guru has for all the people, those who reach out to us? How much time can we give? And most of the time, the questions are arising out of confusion. Well, go read. So that not only you are not confused about all the other scriptures and texts that you are going to read ever, any spiritual book that you are ever going to read in your life, you'll never be confused. And whatever experience you will have during your spiritual journey, even about that you are not going to be confused. So this is the importance. Scriptures alone cannot do the job. Experience alone may waste your time if it is confusing for you. And a lot of confused people are there in the spiritual domain, spiritual world because nobody is caring about reading things proper way. Nobody cares, nobody gives it a damn to read. Scriptures especially, darshanas, philosophy, they are there for a purpose. Okay, they are there for a purpose. They were given as a blueprint to save you. So you can walk your journey yourself to an extent. So that you can save yourself from pitfalls to an extent. Everyone walking a spiritual journey has to be a spiritual scientist. Has to have a very much scientific approach. And the first thing in scientific approach is to understand the hypothesis, the process of proving it and how to go to the proven wisdom or conclusion. If these are the basics of any scientific experiment, even the smallest experiment of mixing sugar in water. If sugar, you mix sugar or you dissolve sugar in water, does sugar becomes water? Does water becomes sugar? Sugar is not visible. Is it there or not? Does the formula of sugar 
C12, H22, O11, 12, whatever that is. And the chemical uh, notation for uh, water, H2, do they lose their atomic structure somewhere when you dissolve sugar into water? What changes exactly? So you may think that you can, by hit and trial, you can walk your spiritual journey by gathering, reading all tons of books for which the, for, for the title of the books are often easy to take and easy to understand, but without learning how to read and how to comprehend and how to understand. Think about it seriously, okay? And then start reading scriptures and things to save you, not just in this life. Time is very precious. Hit and trial is wasting your time, your precious time. Okay? Namaste. Jai Shivaya.